Before we start the podcast today, and in the spirit of reconciliation, the Three Inch Laride would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. Indigenous Australians experience higher rates of cardiovascular disease in comparison to non-Indigenous people. And so the Three Inch Ride will be for everyone that is affected by cardiovascular disease. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. So Sam, yes, my dog used to chase everyone on a bike. That's a bit silly of him. But then I took his bike away. <laughs> is this is this how we're going to start this? We're going to start yep. with dad jokes. Every podcast. Every podcast. Every podcast with a dad joke about bikes. About bikes. Yep. About dogs. Dogs and bikes. Dogs and bikes. Bikes and dogs. That's a big statement to make <laughs> to claim. We're okay. going to just talk dogs and bikes. And also, kind of charitable organisation funding things too, but mainly. Dogs Mainly dad, dog, jokes. dad, do- That's dad what jokes. people here. They don't care about our story. They care about the jokes. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're not going to get many listeners then, are we? That's okay. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to the first episode of the Three Inch Ride podcast. My name is Matt Wilmot. I'm joined here today by my brother, Sam Wilmot. Hey, everyone. How's it going? And we're here today, episode one, basically to give you guys a rundown of this little project that we've been working on and... Hopefully, going to make some big steps forward with over the next two years. Um, if for those who haven't heard before, basically the whole point of our organisation is we are going to be uh, riding bikes, push bikes, pedal bikes, whatever you want to call them, from the Central Coast of New South Wales, where we are right now, all the way to Alice Springs in the Northern Territory. But not with dogs, obviously. Not that'd with dogs. That'd be very difficult, wouldn't it? The dogs only stay with the jokes, unfortunately. Yeah. Yes. We're not taking dogs with us. No, no dogs, but just, just just the bike riding. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so it's a crazy idea. Some may say silly. Yeah, yeah. I think everyone I've met has said it's a silly idea. And why are you doing it? Why would you even consider doing that? Um, yeah, but it's uh, about two and a half, no, 3,000 kilometers. Just, just under, under 3,000. Just under 3,000 kilometers from where we are on the coast to Alice Springs. And um, I guess the main reason why we're doing it is to tell a an old man that... We know quite well. Uh, why not? Um, yeah, it's 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 a fun story to make, and a lot of people have asked me why do we why do me and my brother want to cycle from from the central coast here, our home, to the um, northern territories to Alice Springs, and it, it starts with me and my brother, who surprisingly, my brother is also English. How we. <laughs> He doesn't sound it. Half English, half Bogan. Half English, half Bogan. <laughs> How we um, we moved to Australia in 2006, uh, the tender age of 11. I oh, was, and you were 10? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah 10. You were 10. And we left a lot of family uh, back in England, one of them being our uh, grandfather, who, um, who before we, or before we even really knew him, when we were so young, we couldn't even remember him. Um, he had numerous strokes and numerous uh, problems to deal with his heart. And so we have both agreed that we have never seen Grandad 
not in a wheelchair. We've always yeah. seen him in a wheelchair. He yeah. was he was paralysed on his left hand side of his body, and always with a wheelchair, always, always with, with a walking stick. Yeah, we've never seen him in this picture of health. Um, and we've also we've always heard stories of the the man who he used to be, um, mm. which was a man that never took a day off work, who would go above and beyond and work as hard as anybody out there. I think Dad tells Dad's told us a couple of times he only he only knew our granddad to ever take one day off work, and that That's was because his car his car down. broke down. Yeah, <laughs> his car so the, the only day the only day that my dad knew that my, his dad ever didn't actually get to work and get the job done was when he physically couldn't actually get there. So yeah, and of course he had this wicked sense of humour which we've learned so much about the fact that our cousin um, Peter when he was uh, younger granddad used to tell him that he used to play for Arsenal reserves and of course Peter being the gullible child that he was went to school and told him that um, he had played for Arsenal reserves much to the enjoyment of granddad and also... for, for our Australian listeners Arsenal is a soccer team back in the UK soccer team back in the UK <laughs> just to clarify um, Grand, Grandad also used to tell a story to our cousin Katie now Katie is the only girl out of Grandad's grandchildren and she would quite fondly tell everybody that um, Grandad said that she is his favourite granddaughter um, his only granddaughter but she never really got the joke but Grandad still told it anyway and <laughs> Katie still believed it it technically was true I tell you he's right yeah <laughs> but there's one joke that's always stuck with me and Matt mm. is that we used to we used to give him a ring quite uh, quite regularly to see how it was going and he always asked the same joke and it's a joke that stuck with both me and uh, Matt was that we always use Nan used to say he's got his map of Australia out in front of him. Yep. Having a look. And you always ring up and we just say, Hey granddad, how's it going? And his normal reply would be, Oh yeah, I'm good. Um just wondering, have you cycled to um Have you ridden your bikes? Have you ridden Have you ridden your bikes to Alice Springs to yet? <laughs> yeah. And so we would <laughs> we would like being the um being 10, the 10, 11, yeah. 12 year olds. <laughs> we would just say, oh yeah, 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 of course. We haven't done it yet, but we're meaning to do it. And his his immediate response was, well, why haven't you? It's only three inches on a map. So it looks, it's rather short distance to travel. You can do it in an afternoon, you I'm can, pretty sure he said once. Yeah, you can do it in an afternoon. And so we laugh and go, <laughs> yeah, sure, we'll get around to it. Um, but... Unfortunately, the the sad bit to this tale is that our grandfather passed away in 2013, and we've sort of of been trying to find a way in which we can honour the legacy. Honour the legacy. Honour the legacy. So he was was definitely um, an inspirational person to us all, Um, and... He was. We were obviously very close with our granddad, and that that simple joke, and of many jokes he always told us, that simple joke of why haven't you ridden your bikes to Alice Springs yet? It's like Sam said, it's stuck with us. It's 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 now almost become like a challenge from our granddad, who obviously we can't um, we can't talk to, we can't see anymore. So um, a while, well, eighteen months ago now, I kind of asked myself the question. I was. I've done a couple of the charity things before, and I've run a couple of half marathons. Sam was planning to run a marathon himself to start doing some do some fundraising, and I kind of thought to myself, why don't we ride bikes 
to Alice Springs? Why why don't we actually, you know, take up the challenge and complete this ludicrous attempt of charity fundraising? And at the time, I hadn't done any research. I hadn't ridden a bike for more than 10 years. Um, didn't know how far it was. Originally, I was going to do it on my own and then turned out I mentioned it to Sam once, slightly intoxicated in a casino hungover. No, no, we were. We, we were in the casino? We were, we were pretty drunk. Yeah, we were playing, we were playing <laughs> blackjack in the casino. And turns out Sam had the same thought yeah, process that I had. I had the, uh, I've always had the idea of just like, I wonder like, always like, how long would it take? Like, what's the logistics behind it? And I think over the years it started to become more and more um, like serious. I'm like actively trying to plan it now. So when Matt said to me, hey I'm thinking of doing this I was like it was sort of a no brainer really it was just like yeah I, I need to be a part of this I need to do this to really <laughs> write a punchline for a <laughs> nearly um, nearly 20 year old joke it will be when we oh, actually yeah. cycle this Yeah, a 20 year old joke we're finally writing the punchline for Grandad and I think that's the best way in which we can um, fully appreciate who he was as a person and thank him for being who he was. And the ludicrous sense of humour that he had. And the ludicrous sense of humour that he had. <laughs> and hopefully at the same time we can raise money, not... or The idea is raising money for the people we meet along the way. So yeah. we can tell the story of our granddad to everyone and say, hey, we're, we're honouring him and we want you to be a part of what is the three-inch right. Yeah, and so once we kind of first jotted down the idea and actually went, you know what, this is semi-serious. We kind of surrounded ourselves with the right people that are going to help us in the background, I guess. So obviously Sam and I are going to be the face and the legs and the arms of this ride, but I can think, Sam, you can agree with me, we're definitely not the brains behind the actual (laughs) organisational side. I I think we could do it. We're just very lazy people. (laughs) (laughs) We're riding the bikes. That's all we need to do. We just need so, to ride the bikes. So yeah, so we've got, we've surrounded ourselves with an awesome team. Um, one of my very close friends, Brennan, who just happens to be, who happens to work in this kind of field of not-for-profit organisation and charity status applications, and will happily sit in front of a laptop for five hours reading how to write a constitution. Um, who's really been the driving force behind getting Sam and myself organized and we've also got a few other people as part of our team too including my lovely wife who will happily delegate tasks to a lot of us and then yell at us when we don't do our jobs properly um and yeah and that's now how we've pretty much got to where we are right now we've um in the process of finally getting our our charity status and then we can really start to get be active in our fundraising and really start to build our, our brand and awareness about what we're trying to do and it obviously starts with this podcast but the main i guess crux of the plan is that we're going to ride bikes to alice springs but what we're going to be doing along the way is tapping into every community every rural community that we can and we want to affect as many people as we can with our message because i think the the idea is is that this story resonates with me and Matt because this is what we lived but people's interaction with heart disease and the issues surrounding it is completely different and so how I perceive heart disease may be perceived by someone completely different so we always had the idea that going to communities 
that we travel along the way and listening to their um Story. their own stories mm. about heart disease they may have their own granddad that we may not necessarily know about and we want to help these communities and people um under, understand what heart disease is being able to receive information education on heart disease we're not only just trying to raise as much money as we possibly can and hoping that it will fix everything this needs to come down to listening to people understanding how people live with heart disease in rural and remote communities and providing the assistance Mm -hmm. that they need and hopefully sharing the story of uh, a three-inch ride yeah so for us it's it's we've got there's there's a lot of different things that we want to raise that awareness about and really promote the education around so we've got Obviously, heart disease, our granddad was affected by multiple strokes and cardiovascular disease, various things related to that. And that's the the big issue that we want to deal with. Um, Brennan, correct me if I'm wrong, but it was 118 people a day die from... Thank you, Brennan. 118 people per day. That's 826 people a week die of a heart-related, a heart disease-related condition. And that is staggering. That is, uh, that is ridiculous. And especially... Obviously, the time that we're recording, we've just come out of a second lockdown here in New South Wales. The increased amount of sedentary people, the people that aren't moving, aren't exercising, aren't eating the right things, the numbers have gone through the roof. So this is really the time where people need to be educated and need to know that there are local services in their communities that are there and are willing to help them deal with these issues. And like, obviously, we're on the Central Coast and... We we got access to a couple of multiple hospitals, heart clinics, and anything and anything, everything and anything that we need that can help us with heart disease related conditions. But in these rural communities, they may not know where their local GP is, or heart specialist, or even just a nurse or a medical professional that can help them deal with heart disease, cardiovascular disease, and that's what we really want to focus on is getting the awareness and the and the education into the communities but also promoting these people that are already there and are ready and willing to help so that we can start to help get these numbers down and then while we're going along the ride as well with the money that we've raised we're not just going to bank it all and, and make a large donation we're going to give it back into these communities we're going to be reaching out to the communities before we go on the ride we're going to be talking with them finding out what they actually need to support the people that they have in their communities and then we're going to use the money we raise to directly support them and i think that's the biggest thing we've like we want to give back to the communities that act that want to support us and that's the our main focus Heart disease is uh, spreading like wildfire. It's the, one of the biggest causes of death in Australia and the world. And if we can motivate people with our story, educate them with our story, and then eventually help them with our story, I think that will be an awesome thing. So that's the that's the why behind why we're actually going to be getting on the bikes and riding to Alice Springs. But that's nearly two years away when we actually go. So I guess people might be wondering what are we going to be working on in the meantime? I'm probably going to try and get fit. That's that's number one, get fit. <laughs> get, get, get fitter for my case. Sam can just get fit. Um, oh. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but for us, it's going to be about 
trying to figure out how we can raise as much awareness and how we can really tap into these local communities that we're going to be going through and really spotlight these local services that are in these communities that are there ready able and willing to help people with heart disease with cardiovascular disease we have our own story we have a um, a great passion for trying to help people with heart disease but we're not experts we just want to help the people that are and we want to support them as best we can so along with this podcast we're also going to be running events in the community fundraising events awareness events education events from um, starting in the new year right through into when we actually do the ride to get the message out there as best we can. And not just here on the Central Coast, but we're attempting to try and get round all of New South Wales to get this uh, message that we're trying yeah. to uh, say across and not just get our message across, but listen to the messages of other people and get to really understand this um, uh, the community out there at large. So we're looking at doing events such as trivia nights, uh, golf days, uh, just information nights, any way in which we can get the message across that we want to listen, we want to help, and we want to ensure that people live a long and healthy life. And I think heart disease, because the numbers in heart disease, Brennan, correct me if I'm wrong, 118 people per day? Yes. Yes. Thank you, Brennan. 118 people per day, 826 people per week die of heart disease. We've been thinking about this pandemic for the last 18 months. We've already had a pandemic in the community, especially in rural communities, which is heart disease and cardiovascular disease. So like Sam mentioned, we've got our events planned for those friends that might be listening in the Sydney area. We'll be doing events down there, heading out west as well along the bike path where we're going to be riding and going to be doing events out there, spreading the message and trying to um, get as much funds raised as we can so we can give it straight back into the community. Um, Along with that, we're also obviously going to be doing more episodes of the podcast. This isn't going to be a one and done, so um, we're going to be talking with um, a local dietitian who's going to give her kind of insight into heart disease through her profession and obviously in the nutrition side of managing and dealing with heart disease. We're also looking at reaching out to a number of medical professionals in the in the field and how they deal with heart disease on a regular basis. And also we might get Brennan involved as well as our um, not-for-profit charity organizing guru of those people who might be, I don't know, how would we say, motivated or <laughs> inspired by our story because we're just two brothers that thought why not let's have a go um if he, he can give us the um the know-how and how you actually go about setting up a not-for-profit or setting up a charity and we also when we go out and do these events we'd love to talk to people and get them on here to talk about their experiences and understand them because there is an emotional side a human side behind heart disease like we've explained uh, about our side we want to hear people's stories and get to know them, understand them, and how um, uh, cardiovascular disease, heart disease, stroke affects not only the medical side, but the human side as well. And I think that's the important thing to remember, that these uh, these diseases, these illnesses, uh, affect more than just the individual themselves. Yeah, definitely. So... Um... So with that, um, thank you for listening to 
our first podcast. We we hope you enjoyed it. Um, if you want to support us, you can. Um, our website three the three inch ride.org on Instagram the three inch ride on Facebook the three inch ride. Um, There's a lot of three inch rides there. Isn't yeah. There? He's talking to my wife again. Um, so with that, guys, thank you for listening. Um, any love, support, kindness that you can send our way, we would greatly appreciate it just to help us get our message out there. Um, for those who don't realize we're not professionals at this, so thank you for listening and thank you for putting up with us for the last, what, 25 minutes. Um, we will speak to you in the next one. Have a great time. Have a great week. Have a great day. Have a great month. Bye-bye. See you all later. Thank you for listening to the free Intrahide podcast. Please follow us on our socials and subscribe to our podcast to keep up to date with our journey and hear more about our story.